and somebody can help us out because I'm sure they know. But anyway, so they spray, she sprayed five marks on my back, uh, one on my hip, um, that were all things that you normally get, you know, just due to aging and whatnot. Then she sprayed some that were, she said, you know, it has something to do with hereditary. So I had three different things going on. And then she sprayed the ones that were uh, precancerous. So, uh, which was my chest and uh, my, 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 uh, forehead, it sounds like forehead, and then also one near my eye. So the one near my eye was a little scared, you know, and she said, no, no, you don't have to worry because even if it gets in your eye, it's not going to hurt you. I'm like, the fact that you're spraying this and it's freezing stuff off my face and skin kind of freaks me out about my eyeball. So she made sure I was protected. So that was fine. But yeah, she really said to make sure, uh, to let people know. So I'm doing my good service deed of the day, which happens to fall on trending Thursday. Just remember to take care of your skin, make sure that you are in fact going for that checkup. And she's very thorough. The other thing she mentioned is letting your hairdresser know. She says so many times, you know, people will go in there and their hairdresser, obviously, whether you're getting coloring or treatment, whatever, they're massaging your, your scalp they may be the first ones to see something is on your scalp. So she's very thorough, you know, feet, scalp, ears, uh, a lot of places that we wouldn't think about even applying. So think about your hair for, and that's the example she said, think about your hair. So your hair is covering your scalp. So how could it be, you know? So I'm wearing hats more. I'm doing, trying to do my due justice because I am in, in the sun more so now than not between playing pickleball or yard work or just being outdoors. So I'm being more careful and mindful about wearing that, but I want to pass that uh, service announcement to everyone. That was a good PSA because really when you think about it, sunscreen or protecting yourself, your skin from the sun is, is really uh, such a necessity. Now, when I am in the house, when I know that I'm going to be in the house, like pretty much all day long, other than maybe walking the dog during the winter time, um, I do not put, uh, well, I do put on a moisturizer in the morning that does have a, an SPF in it, but if I'm going out, I know I'm going to be out. I also put on my, um, special makeup that has an SPF in it as well, you know, because, um, we're starting, I'm starting, well, I'm in that respectable age bracket where we have to start thinking about those little things that really in the end kind of mean a lot to our overall wellness. And speaking of wellness, um, <clears throat> I felt um, well enough today to do my first workout. Um, I haven't worked out in 35 days since I injured my hip. Um, people who know me know that I typically go gangbusters when I work out. It's just what I love about working out. Um, but with that in mind, and of course, with my injury in mind, um, you know, I took it really slow. I, I have to put off kickboxing for now. I did rowing, but I did some stretching, um, exercises and everything like that before I did my rowing workout. And I feel it a little bit. And that's okay. I'm okay with that. But, you know, I was proud of myself because, you know, my mindset is like, okay, let's go. Let's work out. And I'm like, mm, no, got to put the brakes on that because I don't know if you remember, but um, 
when I did injure my hip uh, six, seven years ago, whatever it was, um, I didn't realize the damage I had done to it. And then I kept working out, not knowing what I did to my hip. And it was quite a significant surgery. So therefore, I was very mindful of that. So that's awesome. And I think we we, we do have to be mindful, not only um, and a lot of things that we're talking about, you can be proactive in your younger years. So, mm-hmm. you know, when we, we go back to let's flip a little bit back to, to skincare, mm-hmm. you, you know, a good skincare regimen, you know, really, as, as soon as you start being a teenager. You know, obviously you're dealing with more hormonal things. So you got the acne for some, uh, you know, a blemish here or there, but you should always use a very good uh, regimen. And, you know, I've been leaning a lot more towards organic things because there's just been so many different things that have been trending in the news. And I've got another big one that's coming out uh, up and shortly and I'm going to chat about, but, you know, you take care of your skin for the, again, longevity, same thing with gut. It's never too early to start making sure you're getting good gut health, but the same thing applies to your skin. So back in the day, you know, in the sixties, you know, we were, we, we, you know, we didn't, we didn't have the knowledge that we do today about skincare. And, you know, when you were in the sun, you know, baby oil and mercuricum, we were teenagers. I mean, I remember doing that in the, the uh, aluminum foil type tin. What a bunch of meatballs we were, but we didn't know any better. Now we know better, so we take care of it. So we're telling you that are younger, we do have younger viewers that uh, love listening to the uh, our generation chat about different things because you're never too old and or too young to learn things. So that's one thing. The other big new, and, and then going back to what you were talking about, your you know your injury, you have to be mindful of that because as your body does age, the repair system the downtime is a little bit longer than we're used to. So you need that, that downtime to recover, recoup, regenerate, uh, rest, uh, and really combating an injury. Uh, there's gr- great healthy ways that you can do that, but you don't want to like jump in it. So I think you were smart to kind of listen, listen to your body. You know, wait a minute, even though I'm feeling pretty good, I don't want to keep pushing and then tomorrow not be able to do anything. So we have a tendency to do that because A, we're impatient and B, we think that, you know, our bodies are still 30 years old and they're not. But what has been trending on the health and wellness circuit is um, uh, in vitro. There are so many women between the ages of 32 and 42 that are having significant issues getting pregnant. When I say significant, it's across the board. You talk to anyone in that age bracket, they know of one, probably a dozen of women that have been having a difficult time. Now, ironically, a lot of these same women were on birth control. And I had this conversation recently with someone and I said, well, it's not, you know, when we think about why we should get away from big pharma and i think what we realized over the last few years and you know those some people will agree some people won't that there were definitely definitely side effects to certain type of things being injected into our body because we're injecting things that you know we just we don't know enough about um same thing with botox 
you know, you're, you're injecting really a poison into your body. And I know that's a really big thing for a lot of people and they, they absolutely love it. But again, I go back to what are you actually putting into your body? Well, the new thing that people are talking about is the fact that so many women in that age bracket are having major issues with not being able to conceive and have to go the intra, intra uh, uh, what do they call it? I just had it. In vitro. In vitro, right. Uh, avenue. And why is that? You know, the common denominator with all these women is birth control pills. Well, let's face it. Who's manufacturing these birth control pills? And again, the end game of that is if there is, and we're not saying that there is because we don't, we're, we're not scientists. We're not pharmacists. We don't know what's actually in the ingredient. I would love for somebody to kind of really dissect it. But I just think it's very, it's an odd percentage that it's well over 75% of women in that age bracket that were in fact on birth control or having extreme difficulties um, getting pregnant on their own. And I wonder, I wonder, so I'm going to post that, pose that question. Maybe that's the question of the day is do, you know, were you on birth control? Are you having difficulties getting pregnant? And that's mm. pretty scary because again, it goes into that narrative that we often speak about that we really can't say too, too, too much about, you know, right. what is it doing to the, the controlling of numbers uh, if you cannot reproduce? I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. You, those, that's one of those subjects that, you know, things that make you go, Hmm, like, you know, why, is, why is that happening? You know, can we honestly say for sure, or do we have, uh, and I don't know that we can, you know, is it, uh, you know, is it our food supply now? Because so many people have, so many different allergies, like why suddenly, for instance, in my fifties, do I have a, um, a problem with gluten? Like, you know, and we noticed that the more we talk about that, the more you hear other people all of a sudden now having issues with allergies, sensitivities, things that have never occurred. And it really just, you know, between that, you know, the aerosols we use, use hairspray, obviously the air we breathe that we can't control. But I think the importance of reading labels is more important now than ever. And I would be particularly interested to know what type of birth control people are using, who is manufacturing it, and can you get a list of the actual ingredients in it? Uh, because just it just seems a little odd to me. Uh, in addition to, you know, we talked about our, our the other big one is your water supply. You know, you have to really not just take it for granted that you're drinking spring water anymore. You really need purified water because where is this water coming from? Like, I, you know, it just makes you start really second guessing and I think that's what's trending. What's trending a lot now is people are second guessing food sources, water, chemicals, the sprays they use on vegetables, fruits. You know, when you think about it, remember when we were little, 
And I remember specifically, there were certain times of the year that you only got certain fruits. Now you get them all year round. Hmm. Exactly. Things that make you go, hmm. That's right. Things that make you go, hmm. So who used to say that? Do you remember? Uh, who used to say what? Things that make you go, hmm. Uh, things that make you go, oh, it's a song, but I don't know who. Right. But there was a there was a comedian. Um, oh yeah 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 you're right. Oh darn it! It's one of those things that we we can't think of the top of our head. You know we'd have to Google it. Yeah, we'd have to Google it. And but anyways, you know, trending Thursday. It's all about what's trending, and of course, you know, there's always so much going on in the news. But you know, that's kind of a deep subject to get into. <laughs> Oh, yes. Uh, I did see a couple clips. Hold on. Let's see if I can get on Google here. Of course, my mic's not on. Um, so I'm like, can't see. There were there were a couple clips. Well, actually, two. We are, yesterday, I guess, uh, the per person occupying uh, the people's house was, was having a rally of sorts. <laughs> Someone did the math. It was three rows high. It could accommodate only seven people in each row, and there's only like a few in each row, and then a couple in the audience. So they figured it was less than 25 people. Um, I guess he didn't have a really good turnout. And then there was an interview that he did. I want to say it's CBS. I'm not 100% sure. Again, I just saw a small clip of it. And where he really, the questions asked him, which I think that, again, the reporters need to go harder because they're, they're really too soft. But one of the questions was that, you know, these polls, you know, are saying that, you know, 65% of Americans do not think you're doing a very good job. And, you know, what do you have to say about that? They're upset about the economy, blah, blah, blah. And he just laughs about it. He goes, oh, I don't even, I don't even look at polls. And laughs at it. And I thought, I don't know. If I was in a position where I'm supposed to be, uh, the leader of the free world and people are unhappy, I would want to know like, oh my God, no, you know, I, I do understand the polls. Some polls, you know, are realistic. Some other polls are not, but we're working on it. We realize the economy has taken a turn uh, and we're going to do harder. We're going to work uh, together with Congress and we're going to get some things passed and we're going to go back to manufacturing. Like, don't just slack at it off. Like it's not a big deal. But I guess, I don't know, maybe it's not a big deal to him. Well, you know, you have to ask yourself, you know, is he really well aware of that? I mean, he hears it, but he's not listening. He's not comprehending. He's not consuming it. I don't think that he gets it to that extent. And I think that's part of the problem. The other person I would like to um, actually going to be nominated for that Stunat Award, which is not until tomorrow, uh, is Geraldo Rivera's. Oh. He, I did see him and obviously he was on some show and they were, they were, you know, talking about his performance and, you know, he disagreed. He thought, you know, he was on point. And the person that he was, you know, having this conversation with said, well, really? Because 
you know, he, he had all these club ups, you know, he was inciting stuff. He goes, well, I thought he did well uh, from a cognitive perspective. And I thought to myself, that is how we're addressing whether somebody did, whether they're cognitive or not. Like, do we not hear us? Did he not hear himself say that? You're basing a state of the union address of whether he came off cognitive or not. That's not really a high, but that, that's the bar we set. I thought, oh my gosh, Geraldo really just, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's time for you not to be on the air anymore. Well, you know, he has been in the news a lot lately with different comments or things that he has said and done, whether he's been a co-host on The Five um, or on any of Sean Hannity or, you know, any of the other Fox News, you know, stations. He's often um, a commentator or, you know, adds to the conversation. And he's really, people have been slamming him for what he's been saying lately. And you know what? Rightfully so. And speaking of slamming people, how do I say this? Um, we'll just say somebody in the South that is poking the bear of somebody else in the South that are both in the same party. And I just sh shake my head. Well, I'm not really sure who you're talking about because I'm not watching the news. Give me more of a hint. Um. I'm gonna check. Is, the gov is it a governor? Yeah. And a past president? Yeah. Well, you know, I think it's part of the theatrics of, you know, sadly there are theatrics that come in. And obviously more and more people are, are gonna be on either side of the fence jumping into the ring. Yes, yes, yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, uh, some people, just you know i mean i'm gonna come out and say it you know because you know we're we're real and we 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 hold conservative conservatives uh accountable um you know president trump you know needs to wheel it in some and that's difficult for him because he's a very postured human being he's uh he, he's very uh I would say to a certain degree, he's arrogant uh, because he's had to work hard for where he was going. He's a smart businessman. Uh, but there are times that he should be able to wheel it in. On the flip side of that with DeSantis, uh, DeSantis, you know, is, is not perfect. Um, I think he's, you know, one of the future stars of the uh, Republican Party, for sure. Um, but he, you know, he did not... Uh, he could have lost the first time the first governorship if it wasn't for President Trump. So, because he was not handling things very well. And it, it, he won by a very slim margin the first time around. And it was through him partnering with Trump. And he has a lot of, uh, I would say, has received a lot of high marks, uh, but he was emulating Trump in many, many ways. Um, they're both individuals. They both have uh, the uniqueness about them. So, you know, maybe DeSantis is, you know, seriously considering going into the ring. Who knows? Uh, I, for one, didn't think he would. That was my personal belief because, to me, if I was him, you know, his wife just getting off of having cancer, you know, go in a year where maybe there's not so much 
chaoticness going on with the country. But at the end of the day, who knows? Uh, I do know the same thing with the Democrats. They uh, are, are really not feeling Biden. They don't want him to run. And they don't want, definitely do not want Kamalia on the Camellia, Kamalia, Kamalia, whatever her name is, because um, everyone says it so differently. So I'm going to say Kamalia uh, because she's not, she's, somebody put it very poetically. Um, she's not smarter than a fifth grader. <laughs> she just, there's something about her. She talks about serious subjects and she's got this very nervous kind of crazy laugh. She looks a little crazy, cray cray. And I can never imagine her. Uh, she is not presidential material whatsoever. That is my opinion, my view. And then they talked about uh, Newsom, who's a noose in my, my eyes. And there's a governor, I can't think of her name. Uh, Black, uh, I think it begins with a B. I'm not 100% sure. So, I mean, a lot of people are, you know, throwing their names in the hat. I'm sure Bernie Sanders, who knows, maybe he'll throw his name in the hat too. You never know. Oh, no. Oh, that would be just, I couldn't stomach that guy. No, no. So, you know, who who knows? But, you know, people are bickering. It's part of the game. I don't, I don't, I don't put much, too much into it. You know, I, I just don't because at the end of the day, we know there's going to be probably between six and eight on either side that are going to throw their hat in the ring. So, you know, may the best person win. Absolutely. That's how I look at it. That's how I look at it. Yeah. And the best person is not Biden, so I'm not referring to him. Wow. Because I think he's I think he's a horrific, horrific, horrific person leading this country. Because he's not leading and he's just not fit. And his handlers aren't doing a good job either. So no. there's that. They certainly are not. <laughs> and on that note. Trending Thursday. And if you can just go over the question of the day again. The question of the day would be, if you are between the ages of 32 and 42, did you have a difficult time conceiving a child or getting pregnant? And the part the B of that would be, did you use birth control? Okay. Or you can word it, maybe shorten it up and say, if you are at the age between 32 and 42, or even 32 and 45, and, and were on birth control, did you have a hard time conceiving? Okay. I'd be interested to hear that because there's been a lot of, I've been I'm part of a bunch of different groups. And there's been a lot of chatter about that. Uh, not that I'm in you know pregnancy groups, um, but I do hear you know other women you know, their age, maybe in a, in a health and wellness type group or uh, just, you know, grandma age people, which is us uh, in different groups and they're chatting about their, their own daughters having issues trying to conceive or their, their son's you know, wife or whatever. And the common denominator seems to be birth control. I just find that kind of crazy. Mm. Yeah, that, that is crazy. And on that note, what's trending for you? And, you know, Trending Thursday too is all about, you know, setting yourself up to be the trendsetter. How are you going to trend in your arena? Maybe it's something that you're passionate about. 
As always, please go to our website, www.2sistas.online. My name is Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0, and I am with two sisters. And this is Carol, so aka Naughty Boss, getting ready for round three of family and friends visiting. So I'm excited about that. And like you said, Jan, you know, be the trendsetter out there. You don't have to wait. And what, what is really a trendsetter all about? It's just, you know, it could be an attitude. It could be being kind to people, you know, take things, taking charge and being the front runner in a positive way, sharing something that you're passionate about. That's what I think a trendsetter is. So you guys can all do that. I know you can. We will see you tomorrow for Fantabulous Friday, where we will have the opportunity to really talk about the, all the little baby steps and baby goals that we hit this week. And do not think you are one that did not, even though you maybe had, had a tough week, I bet you there's something we can find that you accomplished. With that, have a good evening. We'll see you tomorrow morning. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone.